This is Pastor Nick Hood, and thanks so much for joining me. Today we look at the second of the seven last words of Jesus Christ. Today you shall be with me in paradise. Luke 23, starting at verse 32 from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Two others also who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right hand and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the second in a series on the seven last words of Christ. Yesterday I began with the first of the seven last words of Christ, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? One of the points I made in that piece is that Jesus was reciting from the 22nd Psalm. And one of the questions I wonder, was Jesus just quoting scripture, or was he also holding out hope? That God would bring him down from the cross. In the second of the last words of Christ, the second of the seven last words of Christ, there is an exchange between the two criminals who were crucified, one to his left and the other to his right. One of the criminals derides Jesus and asks him to save himself and save them as well. The other criminal chides the first criminal and gives a confession of faith to Jesus. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. At that point, Jesus utters the second of his last words, Today you will be with me in paradise. Let's look at what is going on here. First, the criminal makes an affirmation of faith in Jesus and requests salvation that only Jesus can provide. Second, Jesus responds with a promise of eternal life. Third, Jesus' promise of salvation is immediate, today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, next year, but today. The same promise is offered to you and me. Today, the blessing of Jesus Christ is made available to you and me. The promise of salvation is immediate. The promise of Jesus is that he will be in paradise with you and me and all others who accept his salvation. Some get hung up about whether or not paradise is the final resting place of the dead. All I know is that Jesus offered his salvation to the thief and that that salvation was that day, not tomorrow, but that day. 
The promise of eternal life should be something that you and I should look forward to. The criminal on the cross lived a life full of crime, but in the end, Jesus offers him salvation from his sins. In like manner, Jesus offers you and me release from our sins. Some will ask, what is the value in living a life of faith when in the end, the lifetime of faith and the lifetime of sin can enjoy the same salvation? To me, the answer is in the living. Salvation is available and free to all, but the benefit of a life of faith is the joy of the life that we live in Jesus Christ. The person who lives their life in faith has the benefit of the values, principles, and inner peace that only Jesus Christ can give. I don't know about you, but I've staked my life on this faith. I encourage you to make a full and complete confession of faith in Jesus Christ that you too might enjoy not just eternal life, but full life, meaningful life, fulfilling life in this life and the life to come. I'd like to share with you a few questions for reflection on this, the second of the seven last words of Christ. Number one, what does the second of the seven last words of Christ mean to you? Two, what are the challenges you have with this word? Three, what are your thoughts regarding the immediacy of salvation in Jesus Christ? Four, how would you describe the benefits of a life of faith in Jesus Christ? Number five, what are the challenges of attempting a life of faith in Jesus Christ? I'd like to offer a prayer with you based on this second of the seven last words of Christ. Let us pray. Lord, I give myself to you. I accept your guidance. I accept your limitations. I accept the release and freedom that you offer to all who believe in you. Take me now and bless me with your favor, your peace, and your joy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located in the heart of Detroit and at the very tip-top of the Medical Center area in Detroit. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning, but also Wednesdays at noon. You're certainly welcome to stop by if you are ever in the Detroit area, and I'd love to see you. Until tomorrow or the next time, God bless.